had removed your helmet. Then you are a Mandalorian. No more. Welcome into Box Office Quarterbacks. We are back at it again to talk about The Mandalorian again. Just wrapped up season three. Gerald, a very uneven season from the last time we talked about this show. I think the season finale, though, did a lot more good than bad. I actually enjoyed this episode uh, in the grand scope of things. What about you? Yeah, like you said, it was an up and down season. Um, for about half the season, it should have just changed the title to uh, Bo-Katan and Friends. Yes. But um, like you said, the, the last episode was back to what we were used to from the first two seasons. Um and made me excited to see season four, you know, the, but the way season three was going there for a minute. Yeah. So this, this episode gave me like everything I wanted in the show, which was Din being a badass again, because the kind of this whole season was him getting his ass beat or him getting kidnapped. But this, you know, brought us back to our roots, which is, you know, Din saving Grogu, Grogu saving Din, and just some badass lightsaber fights, especially with the Darksaber. Uh, Moff Gideon's back, and he's been back since the last episode, and he's trying to clone himself, I guess. It was his plan, but he looked badass. And then we had the Imperial Guards from The Last Jedi kind of fucking shit up, too. So it gave me everything I wanted. What... Do you think when it comes to like the grand universe of this show, you know, we have Ahsoka coming out very, very soon. Do you think that because we have this bigger universe that we need to play in, do you think that that hurt the show a little bit this season? I don't know. I think what hurt it was just taking the focus off of the Mandalorian. But at the same time, like the story arc that they were going on was almost already complete. Um, so they kind of had to slow it down to a pace, I guess, but, um, they're kind of doing like, it seems to me like a soft reboot of sorts, but we're going back to basics. We're going back to the Mandalorian being a bounty hunter. Um, just this time he's taking his kid apprentice with him. Um, so I'm sure that's what we're going to be looking at in the next few seasons. I don't think they're too worried about the grand scope of things, but at the same time, this is a show that halfway through the season had an episode with Izzo and Jack Black, which wasn't that bad of an episode, but I've never seen Star Wars as a, like, look at me cameo type of show, you know? Yeah. In that same episode, it had the professor from um, Back to the Future, and that felt more like a Star Wars, like, big actor coming into and having a small or maybe an important role type of thing. I don't know. That felt more like a Star Wars cameo to me. It was less look at me. I'm you know, from this actor, because that's very much what the Jack Black and Izzo pieces felt like. And I, like a Marvel, you know, like I'm almost like a Marvel. Yes. And like, I didn't like that for the Star Wars universe because I just didn't. I don't know. It felt weird. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think this is starting to feel kind of like MCU inspired just because we have so many different shows kind of interconnecting now and they're bringing back. Uh, a lot of the lore from Star Wars Rebels. And I, I watched a few seasons of Star Wars Rebels, so I was able to, you know, pick up some of the cameos that we did get this season. But for, like, the general viewing audience, y you know, 
I don't know if they're going to catch everything. And especially when Ahsoka comes out, it, it's going <laughs> to be very confusing. I think for people they are like, this is Sabine who's also a Mandalorian. And then this is Ezra Bridger, who's a Jedi and he disappeared for several, several years. So I think that we need to slow down and think about the stories a little bit. That's kind of what I would want to see kind of moving forward when it comes to this world. But I mean, I could nitpick the negatives all day. What were some of the, some of the positives that you liked from this season? Um, like you said, the final episode was great. Um, getting Grogu a little more involved in different ways, um, especially during fighting scenes and everything was great. Uh, Grogu's little slide in the middle of the battle was freaking hilarious. Um, and then he, he kind of fights like Yoda, right? Yeah. Finding the high ground, jumping around. Also loving that he's only taking the high ground the whole time. Um, but that was that was great. Cause, and then also, like, at the same time, though, it felt weird that – because for about three episodes – this show was screaming at you that Bo-Katan was the main character. Yeah. Like they'd had the Mandalorian give up the dark saber to her. It had the Mandalorian pledge allegiance and like doing everything for her. Like he was literally like her dog for three and a half episodes um, because he, because she saved his life and great. And like from, I'm not, I'm not a huge rebels fan or I never even watched that show TBH. So, um, Never really got into it, so like, but like, it's real cool. I like her character. It's just it's like, why are we watching her show right now when it's the Mandalorian? And they even gave her a whole like, oh well, she has a longer history with the main villain, right? Like with the slight like, he's the one that screwed over and fucked Mandalore. So like, she had a deeper connection than the Mandalorian did, and all of a sudden, her battle with him had to have been saved by the Mandalorian. So I don't know, man. Like it, The tone shift was kind of just weird, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I, I think the problem with this season was we didn't even know who the antagonist was going to be until like episode seven. Moff Gideon's here. There he is. And he's been the villain the past two seasons. And even though he does die at the end of this episode, they show like, you know, 30 different clones of him. So I don't think he's going away anytime soon. It, it almost felt like either they were setting up a Bo-Katan spinoff in Mandalore with her in charge again, or like her and Din had some weird chemistry where I thought it was going to turn into like a, like a co-parenting thing. I was like, is this, is this Grogu's mom now? That's kind of where, what I felt with that whole thing. Yeah, I, I definitely thought that too. And like you said, I thought like because I thought it was a backdoor pilot at first. Like when it first really started taking like over with her, and then like it was just two or three episodes, right? And I was like, what is going on? Like we're getting five seconds of Mandalorian action each. Also, like me and you were texting about it. Like this Pedro Pascal. Like, can we get him without his fate helmet one more time again? I know it's like a crime. But right now they're doing this whole like everybody love everybody thing where the two groups of Mandalorians who wear their helmets and the ones who don't are loving each other now. So like, why can't we get more Pedro Pascal without it? Because it's been two seasons. Yeah. Like, like does, is it even him anymore? Is he just voicing it? He might just be like sitting in his hotel room up in Vancouver, 
you know, on breaks from The Last of Us filming lines of this show. And I love Pedro Pascal. So if he's doing that, all power to him. You gotta. And you know what? It's even greater because, like, if he's only recording lines on his phone or something, like, it, it's going to sound like it's going through a speaker through his helmet anyway. Yes. So already adding to it. So it's fine. But it's also like, can we, can we get it? Because I, I feel like. Um, Moff Gideon ripping it off or something like that and them fighting together or something like against each other. That would have been a really badass scene, ripping his helmet off, showing his power that he was already displaying. Um, so, but I, I don't know. Like you said, Moff Gideon is not God because I'm not as big as Star Wars as you are. And start like that is one thing of Star Wars. Like people don't stay dead at all. No. Palpatine like, somehow returned. Yeah. <laughs> In the rise of Skywalker. Like, and it's but, not the way MCU does it, like, where it's to be like, oh, Doc Ock died, but not really, and now he's back. But he's a good Doc Ock now. It's like, no, it's it's still Palpatine. He's still a dick. He's still he's still space Nazi, so, yeah, like, it's it, fine. It's not Fast and the Furious level stupid, where it's like, oh, everyone who died actually survived that car crash, and you just didn't see the hidden technology inside the car. So it's not quite that. There's a lot yeah. of cloning in Star Wars, though. Yeah. So, but but Fast and Furious is also one extreme. Yes, that is Star the, Wars within itself, within Diesel's like, mind. It's so extreme that like it is like it took it took the people to space and they made fun of it during the movie the last time. It's getting too meta. Uh, like, that's one series that needs to end. It knows how crazy it is. Yeah, but enough about <laughs> that movie. Uh, we'll talk about that next month, but. Yeah, in the grand scope of things, you know, we are getting Thrawn as the big bad of this series. Uh, Dave Filoni and John Favreau have announced that they are doing a live action movie that ties in all of these properties together. And so it does feel very MCU-esque. I'm just hoping that we get a really great series with Rosario Dawson coming up. And I just don't want it to kind of feel like a movie of like a TV movie of the week is what I'm trying to say. Like, I want it to feel like a star Wars movie and not something that I don't know, kind of feels less than that, if that makes sense. But yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Uh, favorite characters in this season. Man, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm disappointed in this season. I like Grogu inside of IG-12. Yeah, Grogu is great the whole time, though. Um, Grogu is pretty fucking funny. Like, that was, like the, the relationship between Grogu and Din Djarin were great, was great. Um, but also, it did feel... Well, I mean, it's, it's earned. But it's also still a little weird to hear him, like, actually be more of a parent figure, you know? It was kind of weird when he's like, I'm adopting him now. And they're like, cool. All right. <laughs> You're his dad. I was like, you didn't have to sign any papers or like dip this kid in the water or something. Man, like, that's all it is. Mandalorians. I mean, they literally live without taking helmets off forever. Yeah. Like, I I, I think I think the word is pretty much like, hey, I'm going to do this. And they're like, all right, cool. Like, yeah. I'm, they're so <laughs> lax with that. As long, as, long as, as long as you keep your helmet on, like. Yeah. But, you know, I am happy for them. They got their vacation home on Navarro now. Like, that looks like a very nice Airbnb, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So, yeah, they got that. That's the way they'll end the show. Like, they could have very well ended the series like this, right? Yes. The series can end tomorrow. They can be like, there's not a season four. 
and this is the perfect like you don't have to you don't have to do anything else you know um you can yeah, just it leave it off and then continue with a movie or like whatever the hell you or not continue at all um but like you can leave it off you like there do a light reboot like we mentioned and just have them back to bounty hunter style baddies of the week for eight episodes and episode not and like building up with like a big bad and everything just back yeah. to that I think if it's going to continue, you got to give me something like you got Grogu as cute as he is needs to grow up a little bit. Like this kid is 52 years old now. Like let him talk and give him some character development. Cause right now he's just doing flips and being cute and battling and Hey, I'm, I'm all for it, but I need to move the story forward. If he's going to continue to be in the show. Yeah, yeah, Grogu's got to speak. And, like, I thought if he would have said this is the way, even just that, like, during his little induction ceremony, um, that would have been, like, enough. Like, that's after three th- three seasons. Like, yeah. that, 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 I think it's deserved for Grogu because, I mean, like, he's tried saying things. Yeah. He's done some stuff, and he apparently understands everything. So, like, just let him talk. <laughs> it's kind of all we need. It's all it's we like, need. Um, what about your overall thoughts of this season of the Mandalorian on our ranking scale, Gerald? For being fair, if we're being fair, the episodes weren't bad. Like they were good. It was just like, why the hell are we not watching more Mandalorian stuff? Like I appreciate the good content I was getting, but what the hell? Um, but just because it's good, I'm not saying like it wasn't an all-star. It's a starter to me. Yeah, it's 100% a starter for me, too. Like a 7 out of 10 on a regular scale. Like, you can't say that these weren't well-made episodes. There's just a lot of uh, side quests in this. It's like playing Hogwarts Legacy, and instead of doing the main story, you just go around popping balloons in the forest for, like, four episodes. That's what I do. (laughs) That's what you do. That's what I do. You haven't beat the game yet. Yeah, we're 51%. We're letting this shit cook a little bit. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to add before we get out of here? No, no. All right. All right, Star Wars. Get better. Yeah. <laughs> Next time you, you release The Mandalorian. Still on board. But we will be back. Gerald, me, and Ahmed are going to talk about the Power Rangers uh, reunion coming up. And then we'll have some more episodes after that. I am Jeff. He's Gerald. This is Box Office Quarterbacks. Nerd shit, as always. We'll talk to you guys very, very soon.